going to talk about the idea of standing for a Sefer Torah. This is a uh, good topic to do when we're learning Masechus Kiddushin. It's also a good topic to do right after learning Masechus Makos. So it's perfect for us. Learn Masechus Makos this year, Masechus Kiddushin this year. Last, Makos last year, Kiddushin this year. And uh, the two primary passages in Shas about standing for a Sefer Torah that seem to be somewhat contradictory are Kiddushin Lamed Beis and Makos Tav, or Kiddushin Lamed Gimel rather, and Makos Tav Chav Beis. The Gemara Masechus Kiddushin Tav Lamed Beis tells us that you're supposed to stand for a Tamil we're probably going to get to at some point this year all of the dinim and the details of standing for Tamil Chacham. But then the Gemara in Daflam and Gimel and Beis tells us, that if you stand for those who learn Torah, then it stands to reason that, of course, you would stand for the Torah itself seeming to indicate that the Torah is the Chamur, the Talmud Chacham is the Kal. If you're going to stand for those who learn it, and their whole Chashivas is only an account of their learning of the Torah, then for sure you're going to stand for the Torah itself, which is even more important. That is the uh, the, the statement of the Gemara Masechus Kiddushin. The difficulty is that the Gemara Masechus Makos seems to have the opposite implication. The Gemara Makos, Tavchav Beis and Beis, comments how foolish these people are that they stand in front of a Sefer Torah but they don't stand for a Tamil Chacham because the Torah says you give 40 Malkos when someone violates a Los Haseh and come along the Chacham and they say no, not 40, it's really just 39 so you see that the Koach of the Chachamim is greater than the Koach Torah. so if you're going to stand for the Torah it's ridiculous not to stand for Tamil Chacham and the implication is that which one are you going to put on a higher madrega? That the Tamil Chacham would be on the higher madrega because he has the ability to overrule, so to speak, what it says in the Torah, to interpret what it says in the Torah differently than we would have otherwise interpreted it. So, whereas Gemara and Kiddushin seems to put the Torah on a higher level than Tamil Chacham, the Gemara Makos seems to put the Tamil Chacham on a higher level than the Torah. So how does one resolve this, this contradiction? There are several approaches in resolving this contradiction that are collected very nicely in the Masifta, in the back of Masechus Kiddushin, where he goes through, I think, uh, six different uh, resolutions to this, to this problem. He points out that the uh, Tos Harash suggests that certainly the covet of a Sefer Torah is greater than the covet of a Tamil Chacham. That's why the Gemara's Kavachomer in Masech's Kedushin makes a lot of sense. But since the Chiyuv to be Mechabit Sefer Torah is not explicit, it's only learned from the Chiyuv to be Mechabit Tamil Chacham, so if someone is being Mechabit Sefer Torah, so that, that's what the Gemara Makos was saying. How ridiculous that someone's going to be Mechabit Sefer Torah and not, not be Mechabit Tamil Chacham, not stand for Tamil Chacham. Because you know what you could do? Go over to such a person who's being standing for the Sefer Torah but doesn't stand for the Tamil Chacham and say, Why are you standing for the Sefer Torah? No, here's the Bible. Where does it say in this book? that you're supposed to stand for, for a Sefer Torah. And he won't be able to show you anything. The best he'll be able to do is to show you a pasuk that says that you stand for a Tamil Chacham, and it's only from a Kalvachomer from there that we know that you have to stand for a Sefer Torah. So if that's the best he's going to be able to do, the only way to arrive at the conclusion that you're at all supposed to stand for a Sefer Torah is only through that pasuk. That's why it's ridiculous. That's why it's absurd. It's not because standing for a Tamil Chacham is greater, is on a higher level than the Sefer Torah. It's that the only way to arrive at the conclusion that you're supposed to stand for a Sefer Torah 
is through seeing how one stands for a Tamil Chacham. The difficulty with that interpretation is, is it doesn't seem to be what the Gemara says in Masechus Makos. The Gemara doesn't say that they're foolish because they don't realize the source of what they're doing. The Gemara says they're foolish when they stand for the Torah and not for the Tamil Chacham because the Tamil Chacham has more power. The Tamil Chacham is able to take away one of those Malkios that you would have thought that one should that one that, that one would otherwise receive. So the Marit suggests a little differently. The Marit suggests that the Gemara Makos implies that Tamil Chacham is better, and there is a hierarchy. There is Tzvedinim in Tamil Chacham. Every Sefer Torah is the same, but there's a Tamil Chacham who could be Mora Hora'a, who could issue Piske Alacha, and then there's Tamil Chacham who knows how to learn, but he's not a Mora Hora'a. So when you're dealing with a Tamil Chacham who's a Mora Hora'a, that's on a higher level than the Sefer Torah. Tamil Chacham who's not a Mora Hora'a is on a lower level than the Sefer Torah. And that's what the whole Kavachomer is in Masechus Makos. That it's how ridiculous that you're going to stand for the Torah, not for the Tamil Chacham, who knows how to paskin that when it says 40, it doesn't really mean 40, it really means 39. It's only that kind of Tamil Chacham that it would be ridiculous. When it comes to a regular Tamil Chacham, it's, uh, it's an even, uh, it's, it would be more obvious to stand for the Sefer Torah than to stand for the regular Tamil Chacham. An additional answer is suggested by the Ran. The Ran says, no, Kavod Sefer Torah is definitely greater than Kavod of a Tamil Chacham, like the Gemara in Kiddushin implies. When the Gemara in Makos sounds like it's the opposite, it's not saying that the Tamil Chacham better. It's just saying that since the Tamidicham are the ones that are mefarish the Torah, and without the Chachamim, the Torah would be a closed book, and therefore we'd have no way of understanding the Torah properly, so that's why it's absurd. What are you standing for? The Sefer Torah? What does the Sefer Torah mean for you? Mean to you without Tamidicham? Without Tamidicham to give you a Mesorah of how to learn the Torah, the Torah is going to be worthless to you. You're not going to be able to do anything with the Torah. So of course, the Tamidicham, it's not that the Tamidicham is on a greater level than the Torah. The Torah is on the greatest level. It's just that the Torah is inaccessible to us without the Tamil Chacham making the Torah something that is in fact, that in fact becomes accessible. That is the approach of the Ran. And there are many, many other approaches as well, but I want to get into the Halacha a little bit over here. The Rambam writes in Ilchus Sefer Torah, in the 10th paragraph of Ilchus Sefer Torah, that when a Torah is moving, a person has to stand and you should stay standing Ad Agil Makomo, O until the Torah gets to its location where it's supposed to get, or right, that's what the Ram writes in Paragula Lachates, Kalaroa, Sefer Torah, Kishumahalich, you see a Sefer Torah moving, Chayiv Laamon Mipanav, you need to stand and stay standing until the Torah arrives at its destination, or you no longer see it, Vaacharkach, you Mutaran Leshev, and it's only then that you're allowed to sit. Kasim Mishnah says, where does the Rambam get this from? So the Kasim Mishnah writes that the source of the Rambam is that the, that, that the Chiv is to stand until it uh, gets to its location, to its destination, or until it's Meschas is because there's a Gemara that says this explicitly in Meschas Kiddushin about a Nasi, that when a Nasi passes by, everyone has to stand. How long do you remain standing? Till you no longer see him, till he's done, till he's, he's gone. The reason you have to stand for a Nasi is because the Nasi is considered like the Rebbe of all the Jewish people. The Din Nasi we derive from the Dinim of Moshe Rabbeinu, whose Rabbin shall call Yisrael, and therefore the Din of Sefer Torah is equated with the Din of a Rebbe, of a Tamil Chacham. The Din of a Nasi is the same Din, is the Din of a Rebbe, of a Tamil Chacham. So mainly you have the same, you have the same uh, Chiyuv. That's where the Rambam gets it from, says the, uh, the Kesev the, the Mishnah. Now it's interesting, um, the idea that the 
the Gadol Adar is considered your Rebbe Muvak is really based on the Gemara in Mesechus Brachos about Shmuel Hanavi when he was a little child. Shmuel was brought to Eli and he paskined in front of Eli, he paskined the Shaila in front of Eli and, uh, and, 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 and he was Chayiv Misa for doing so. So Tosos on the spot asks that, uh, that w- why would he be Chayiv Misa for paskining in front of Eli? Eli wasn't yet his Rebbe. It was the first time he was ever introduced to him. So he wasn't his Rebbe yet. So Tosos says, no, no, you see that a Gadol Adar has a din of Rabbi Muvak that if someone is a Gadol Adar, that takes on the status of, uh, of, Ra- of Rabbo Mufak. Now, the, um, it's, it's also interesting that the dinam of standing for a Sefer Torah seem to be more about the dinam of Mora and of a Rabbo Mufak than they are about a regular Tamil Chacham. Because a regular Tamil Chacham, it's only once he passes your Dalit Amos that uh, you would have to stand for. But uh, it's only Rabbo Mufak, it's only for someone like that that you would have to stand Mloenov until you can no longer... Till you can no longer see him. The Shulchan Aruch and Simon Reish Pei Beis if Beis Paskins Haroa Sefer Torah Shemahalich Chayev Lamod Lefanav Viu Akol Om Demachi Yamod Zeshem Alicha Viagenu Lemakomo Ashi Eschas Meinem Exactly what the Rambam what the Rambam Paskins as you would expect, and then the Rambam adds Aval Lefnei Chumashim Shalanu Ein Sarich Lamod For a Chumash you don't need to stand just for a Sefer Torah. But v'yesh machmirim. He quotes a Rashba, Chuvasa Rashba, that some are machmir in that as well. And then he writes, Hashomea kol hanosei sefer Torah, afal pishen roe also chayav lamod. If you hear the sounds of a sefer Torah in transit, even if you don't see the sefer Torah, a person has to stand for that as well. Where does the Ramah get this from? So he's quoting from a Rabbeinu Manoach. Where does Rabbeinu Manoach get it from? He's quoting from a Gemara about Rav Yosef, that the Gemara says that when Rav Yosef's mother would pass by and Rav Yosef would hear the sound of his mother's footsteps, he would stand up just from hearing the sounds of his mother's footsteps. So says Rabbi Menoch, if that's true of the Chiv to stand for a parent, it's also true of the Chiv to stand for a Sefer Torah. Now, uh, you could, uh, one, 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 the, the Shach already points out that Kenu Bekal Asfarim Avalei Noagin Kain, he says that was uh, some people have a minute not to stand when you hear, just hear the sounds of a Sefer Torah and no one ever had any problem with those who are makel on this issue I, what do you do about the Raya Rabbi Menoch has from Rav Yosef well think about it what do we know about Rav Yosef Bikr Yosef points out Rav Yosef was blind so it makes sense that Rav Yosef only stood stood when he heard the sound of his mother because Rav Yosef would never have seen his mother. So when he heard the sound of his mother, that meant that she was very close by. So that maybe is not a raya to, to everybody else and whether everybody else has to, uh, has to stand for Sefer Torah. It's a long taz on the issue as well. Good. What about a puzzle of Sefer Torah? Does a person have to stand for a puzzle of Sefer Torah as well? So the Archashulchan says no, that it's not necessary to stand for a puzzle of Sefer Torah, but in the view of the Paskins, that yes, you do stand in the view of the Madurakami, your day Simonayan Aleph says that one does stand for a Pasal Sefer Torah the same way he would stand for a, uh, for a Kasher Sefer Torah. And he writes that... Uh, he says, 
draw the line how possible is possible you know you know the, this sheet of paper is a possible Sefer Torah and uh, you know the, everything around us is a, except for an actual kosher Sefer Torah so what, what, what do you so possible Sefer Torah means it once had Kedusha Sefer Torah and then it became it became Nifsal Pashas as if it never had Kedusha Sefer Torah it was always possible it was possible Meikara so then it's like anything else then it's uh, you know then, then it would be like a Chumash that has a lot of uh, a lot of Shemos of Kedusha that are in it where this comes up where this is the most challenging the issue of standing for Sefer Torah Simchas Torah because Simchas Torah there are Torahs parading around the shul for hours on end and it's sometimes difficult for people to stand Halicha Shlomo Shlomo Zalman says it's impossible that what the Torah envisioned that, that what the what the Chum envisioned in enacting this idea of Hakafos is that all the Tamid Chum and the Zakenim who can't stand for two hours are going to have to leave the room while everyone else is dancing with the Torah that can't be the way we envision Simchas Torah so it has to be that there's some Heter that they're allowed to sit in the room so the post can come up with different uh, different approaches as to why they're they're allowed to sit. The Archashulchan says in Yarday Reish that we say once the Torah arrives as its destination, you're allowed to sit. So uh, so maybe you consider it that it's. A, so he says, well, in between Akavos at least it's arrived at its destination. Others say no, even during Akavos, its destination is to be paraded around the bima. So that's called the destination of the Sefer Torah. And Mela, you're you're allowed to sit. That's how Rav Sturmbach writes in Shuvas Van Hagos Simin. Shin um, he says, like similar to standing for a Rebbe when you walk in the room, you probably don't have to stand for him if he's running around the room getting a safer from this shelf from that shelf. You know, your Rebbe comes into the base madrash, right? And he comes and he sits down and he starts to learn. But Kachi Darkashal Tari, he's always grabbing a safer from here, from there. He doesn't have a Bari Lansadi where you just pull it up right So he's going. And he, so every time he walks by and he grabs another safer, you have to you have to stand up? No. So the same thing with the safer Torah. It's moving around, but that is its destination. It already arrived at its destination. Um, Rav Shomrach also suggests maybe there's a human mechitza. It really depends on the mitzvah. Not all shuls have like this, where you have an inner circle of the Sifrei Torah and then an outer circle of human beings surrounding. Maybe that creates a mechitza around the Sifrei Torah, and you could sit beyond uh, beyond there. Okay, difficult. Uh, Rav Betzal Stern also discusses this in Betzal Simon They say the Chaznish used to used to sit during Hakafos with the Torah in his hand because if you're holding a Sefer Torah, then you don't have to stand for a uh, for a Sefer Torah. Um, the uh, that that's uh, you don't have to stand for anything if you're holding a Sefer Torah. That's uh, a lot of times you know you see people after Hagbar or whatever they're sitting with the Sefer Torah and the, they'll make a a tefillah Shlom HaMedina. So sometimes the guy who just did Hagba wants to stand up. He's not supposed to stand. He shouldn't stand for anything when you're uh, when you're holding a Sefer Torah. It doesn't mean that he's uh, you know that he's an anti-Zionist or something just because uh, he's sitting with the Sefer Torah. It's okay to continue sitting with the Sefer Torah. What if the Sefer Torah is not moving? So during Hagba, the Chuvas Rashba says that if it's done on an elevated area, then you don't have to stand. But our minig is that that's called that the Sefer Torah is moving enough that we stand. What about when this when the Aron Kodesh is open? There's Seems to be a minag that people stand when the Aron Kodesh is open. So the Taz in Reishman Beis of Kratni Gimel says that even when it's in the Aron, the Aron is and even if the Aron is open, you don't need to stand because the Sefer Torah is not not moving. But he says the Olam is also in Kain Derech Kavod. That's the minag Derech Kavod. People stand when the Aron is is open. So the Aruch Hashulchan says points out that the Din doesn't require standing. But once the minag developed, if you're going to be the guy that doesn't stand when the Aron, you want to show up. That you know the Taz. You want to show off that you know that there's such a thing they don't stand when the Aaron Kodesh is open. So you're pumped going to sit when the Aaron Torah, when the Aaron Kodesh is open and everyone else is standing. Well, that itself is a lack of Kavod Torah. That's uh, to show that you're Dafka going to sit when everyone else everyone else trying to show a little extra Kavod Torah and you're you're Dafka going to sit. So that's.
that's, that's a terrible thing. But Moshe seems to take it pretty seriously in the truth as well. Salvechik in, uh, in Nefesh HaRav, on page Kuf Samach Beis, Kuf Samach Gimel, he writes that the minig is that they, uh, that Rav Shachter writes in the name of Salvechik, that the minig is that whenever they open the Yom Kodesh to say, Piyutum and Yom Narayim, everyone stands. So Rav Salvechik says, no, you know where that minig developed from? Why do we open the Yom Kodesh at those given times? Because all those times are times that we're saying, Dvarim Shebekdusha. All those different times that are, that are opening on Kodesh, these are times where we're saying things that are, uh, that he says, It's not about the cover of the Sefer Torah. They have the status of a Dover Shebekdusha that you need to stand for. What is the Gedder? How do we define Dover Shebekdusha? Any time you're praising Hashem, not in the normal format of a bracha or a pasuk, so you stand during a davar shabakdusha. Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Baruch Hashem imkomo. Those are uh, pesukim, but nevertheless, at the time you say them as a davar shabakdusha, you would you would stand. So he says that's where the minig developed to stand during the uh, when the Aron Kodesh is open. That's what our Salvechik suggests. What about when the Torah is uh, resting? So if it's ready on the bima, so then you don't uh, you don't need to stand anymore. Um, Prima Gadim writes, or even if it's being held during Kalmar uh, Rachman or whatever, you don't need to stand. But Moshe thinks not so. He says you stand for Talmud Chacham even if the Talmud Chacham is standing in place. He just hasn't sat down yet. So he says you should do the same for uh, Sefer Torah as well. Where Rav Moshe was very against was the idea of, you know, in the, sometimes in shuls they have behind the, the bima, they have like a bench with two holes in it where they could put the, uh, the Sefer Torah. So that, that idea actually comes from the Ksav Sofer. They say in the Bismedrish of the Ksav Sofer they had like that, where they could just put the Torah down so no one should have to be troubled to hold the, the Torah. But that was not the Svar. In the Bismedrish of the Ksav Sofer they did that. Not so that no one could be troubled to hold it. No one should have to be troubled to hold the Sefer Torah. That would be a chutzpah. What do you mean a trouble? Has the chus told the Sefer Torah? No. But no, the reason they did it in the Bismedrish of the Ksav Sofer is because the guy's got to listen to the Torah, and it's very difficult to focus on the Haftorah while you're holding a Sefer Torah, you know, you're juggling the Torah and the Chumash, and how are you going to focus properly on listening to the Haftorah? Nowadays, we don't have that problem, because no one listens anyway, but it used to be that when people would listen to Haftorah, they were worried about uh, properly focusing on the on the, on the Haftorah when it was... So, uh, but Ramesh was very... He thought that, that in our generation, when people do that, they're just doing it because they don't want to bother anyone to have to hold the Sefer Torah, and that that's, uh, that, that's entirely inappropriate. There is another passage in Nefesh Rav that also has an unbelievable uh, Chiddush from Rav Salvechik where Rav Salvechik writes uh, Rav Shecht writes B'Shem Rav Salvechik on page Kuf Mem Beis Afilu imishu Yoshevu Machsik Sefer Torah Bechiko Tzrichim Lamod he says it depends on the position of the Sefer Torah. Even if someone is sitting holding the Sefer Torah, but the Sefer Torah is vertical, you need to stand for it. As long as it's vertical. vertically. Vertical. Val smach zeh pasuk morein rabenu shegam b'shas galila shagolelo amagbia yoshvim tshirich matzibelamod. Person who did hagbar galila sitting there with the Torah, everyone's got to stand, and therefore better, he says, when you're reading the Torah to lie the sefer Torah down on the uh, on the shulchan and have it that way because then it's not vertical, then it's horizontal, and then everyone could sit and listen to the Torah. Suffice it to say, the minigah olam is not like that. The minigah olam is that everyone sits down. And 
to listen to Sav Torah, even when the Sefer Torah is in a vertical position. But we're going to change the name. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.